Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Talking to America. So today we are going to talk about the seven articles in the Constitution. So the found, let's see, the first, first of all, the Constitution is the founding document of our country, and it is split into found uh, seven articles. And this uh, helps us, the people, govern the people we put into office. With the Constitution, we're able to look into how the Founding Fathers planned everything out for our country. So the, there are seven articles, as I said in the last video, that we'd be going over. Just a brief overview of the seven articles. Just why are they there? What are, how do they work? And then each article is put into a section. There's different sections. Um, so they pretty much show us how the president, Congress, the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court are supposed to be run. In these seven articles, we the people can keep our government accountable to follow these seven articles. So with a little bit later, we'll talk about the 27 amendments to our Constitution. And these amendments are only made when Congress votes 51% and the president signs it into place. So say if a amendment came up and it had to do with the executive branch, well then you'd have to go to Congress. They'd pretty much have to say, okay, we agree. And it would go to the president. The president could veto it, but doesn't really happen very often at least in history it hasn't happened very often so the first 10 amendments are called the Bill of Rights these amendments are what most people know by memory but the other 17 amendments are as important if we the people want to keep the government our government in check so let's look at what uh, the overview just of the seven articles these seven articles are what make up the Constitution. And it's really interesting when you look at why we have a system like this in check. Notice that I said the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. So that's kind of the most important thing is to know why and how those groups work so let's start with the legislative branch which is congress congress pretty much is in charge of making legislation making new amendments bringing up bills making sure that everything is up to date and the constitution is being used correctly and that's been abused before it, um, it will probably be abused again and that's why there's two other branches of government to keep the legislative branch in check so we've seen recently with COVID that there has been quite a bit of abuse with the Constitution we have the vaccines we've had this checked out just to see okay how deadly is this all right, there's a 99.7% chance of survival. Pretty dang good, I'd say. And still, the 
the governors, some governors are abusing their so-called rule and law, which is, it, there's no facts. There's no facts that say, oh yeah, these lockdowns are working. And that's where the Constitution and the, that's where those seven articles, those seven articles, right? In the Constitution, it talks about, okay, the people do not serve the government. The government serves the people. We cannot be abusing these seven art. We cannot be abusing the people. That's why our founding fathers put this in place because they knew that people would be abusing. They would try to, at least. Human nature doesn't change. The seven articles of the Constitution talks a lot about human nature. There's a reason why this Constitution has worked so well is because we, the people, are above government in the sense that who, who serves? Does the government serve us or do they serve the people? And so basically there's a cycle. The God ordained to the people the rights. The rights. And then the people give a little bit give position and a little bit of power they sacrifice a little bit of their rights to the governor or government or the mayor or whoever you think is in charge of taking care and providing protection to the people and their rights that's how that works that's exactly how our country was founded that's exactly how everything is supposed to play out and then it rotates from the governor in the government, in the mayor, and all this, all this government, right, is supposed to go and follow one document, which is the Constitution. Now, what's important about the Constitution is that it keeps us in line. It keeps everyone in line. It keeps every. It looks at, oh, this is right, this is wrong, this works, this doesn't. Tyranny doesn't work. Capitalism, eh, it can be used. In the sense of free enterprise, we can use capitalism and free enterprise. And that's also a little bit of what they talk about in these seven articles, is how we, the people, can enjoy this, the market, right? Back, back then, 244 years ago, they didn't have that ability. People kind of could use the market a little bit. The free market is what we call today, free enterprise market. And we... Back then, I was like, oh, yeah, we want to get involved. Sorry, you can't do that. That's not how it works. The The king's got to give you permission or the dictator has control of the market. They can make themselves more rich and be more wealthy and well off. But sorry, the, the subjects have to stay below the poverty line or suffer, which is really, really bad. Whereas... In the United States, it's flipped. The people choose if they want to be in the market or they want to own their own company or they want to do something a little bit different than everyone else. And they want to invest into a market or their own franchise. Or See, that's why franchises, exact perfect example. Franchises are a perfect example of I want to get into the market. I want to own my own thing. I want to make the money. 
and keep it. Work for it, keep it. And and there's uh, multi-level marketing. There are so many different avenues. But because we have the constitution we have, the people are protected so that they can do that. So that they can go out and make a living and, and more if they want. And so we've seen how in the last six, seven months, eight months almost, where the government said, oh, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't uh, use the free enterprise system or you can't go out in the, in the market and uh, make a living. We have to do it for you. Um, we're going to provide the money. We're going to provide everything you need. Unfortunately, though, that doesn't work so well. As you can see with what's going on is these lockdowns and in the state, when you look at what's going on with, yeah, the, the state of the government's just going to provide that for you. It, it's not working out so well, and it's causing a huge det detriment. The $4 trillion in debt we've racked up in the last eight months has never been heard of in our country. We have never done that before. But now that we've got these uh, crazy, crazy lockdowns and this crazy idea that a governor can say, well, sorry, the people that I serve, uh, you're going to have to, you're going to have to lock down. And so I'm just going on about the lockdowns is because these seven articles talk a lot about how the people are in charge and the government was given a little bit of their rights so that they would be protected and that their rights would be protected by the government and by the legislative branch and judicial branch and executive branch. There's a reason why they keep each other in check. I don't know why it seems like we've had to change. We've had to change the Constitution, basically, and say, well, government says whatever, and you've got to follow it. I'm sorry, but here's the thing. We can do whatever we want. Our jobs aren't at risk. Our salaries are good to go. Well, here's the thing. We put them up there. That means we can take them out if we have to. And that's another part of these articles. It tells us, hey, if they abuse their power, we can remove them from office, which is a very different concept in the sense of, well, the sense of what, um, you know, we can keep going with, All right, so if our government does not serve us and it starts abusing its power that we gave them, you can remove them. So it takes a lot. It takes over two-thirds of the nation to remove or two-thirds of the vote of a state. Um, but what I'm seeing right now in our nation that's actually very, very possible. It's very possible that this it could turn into that, which isn't bad, which is very good. I'm glad the Constitution puts that into place because what we're seeing now. Now, given 
uh, 15 years ago, I don't think it would have been necessary. Uh, definitely it wasn't necessary. It's just things have changed so drastically in the last months that it, it's, it's uh, necessary. Honestly, I think some of these states it's necessary to get to vote out bad government and put new and good government in. Now, with uh, the seven articles, we're talking also about human rights and the rights of the people that, of course, we put our government in. But it, it's important. It's important that people know what their rights are and that they're in charge not government government serves the people and let's talk we've talked about a lot about uh smaller government like governors and mayors and uh but and maybe the president i mean you, you we can do that the two-thirds can vote a president out uh, but i'm not seeing it i'm not seeing that the current president needs to be removed or that People are pushing to remove the current president. So the Supreme Court, a lot of people think the Supreme Court is the law of the land. No, the Supreme Court is just supposed to look at the Constitution in those seven articles and see these new bills that come into Congress. Are they constitutional? Are they good? Do they work? Can they help? Um, make things better in a sense that, yes, that would improve the people we serve. Yes, that would work. We can put that amendment in or we can put that law into place. So let's talk about the, the mask mandates. So some states call it a law. Other states just call it an order. There's a difference between a law and an order. A law is something that if you don't do it, you can go to jail, there's a fine, or there is some kind of punishment. An order is like a recommendation. So every, some sta every state's different. Every state's different. When they put out an order in Texas, it goes for about 28 to 30 days, but then it has to be renewed. I believe Michigan, it's 28 days and it's got to be renewed. That has to be renewed and signed on and agreed on with legislation. So the legislative branch of each state, legislative branch of each state, has to go in and they have to look at the bill. Hey, is this constitutional? Let's look at it in 28 days. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, 28 days later, it expires. We're not renewing the bill or this order. And sometimes they say, hey, you know what? It, it worked. Let's renew it. Let's try again in 30 days. See if we need to keep this order in. Uh, unfortunately, with COVID, that hasn't been happening. We haven't gone in and the legislative the branch hasn't come in and kept the executive branch in accountability. So that's, that's a big deal because what we're seeing is this abuse of the executive branch but no involvement of the legislative branch saying hey, hey, hey that that's not right 
This is a, a lot of those states that have those lockdowns. Or the legislative branch is just working alongside the executive branch and saying, yeah, let's, let's keep doing this, but let's not come back to it. We just keep it going on and on and on. That's not how things work. At least that's not how it's supposed to work. Now, the Supreme Court, which is the judicial branch, there are courts in the states. There are regular just state courts. They can step in and say, ah, sorry, no, this, this rule is uh, unconstitutional. We cannot have it continue. And they can kill the bill, basically, or kill the order. Um, I haven't seen that most of these states have made these lockdowns total law because that doesn't make sense. Now, New York, sure. I mean, it's, it's pretty much law. But let's talk about, like, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Utah, Montana, states like that. Um, they're just like, hey, we never renewed the order, so the people that we serve can do, uh, they don't have to wear a mask. And I think Rick Green said it right when someone came up to him and said, hey, you're not wearing a mask. What are you doing? He said, hey, the order expired back in July. Uh, we're good to go. We can. We don't have to do this. And that's very important to look at as people. The, the government serves us. And so we can step in and tell our government, hey, can you look at that bill and start telling people or renewing it? Because that, that's the problem. People don't know that an order, the difference between an order and a law. And it's very important for the people to step in and talk to our government because they serve us. That's the thing. People forget the government serves us. And if we forget that, then government will abuse its power and say, no, 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 no. You serve me and you're the little guys that walk around and, and live your lives. But you're going to start doing as we say and follow everything we tell you to do but then we're gonna live like kings and queens and uh and be hypocrites because we we saw that with gavin newsom uh he got caught being a hypocrite but i believe that he's been doing this for months on end uh, think about it if you're the guy who wasn't affected by your own orders you'd say whatever you wanted right but let's flip that on the let's flip it. Let's say anything he said or anyone, any governor or any government official said, well, then they'd have to follow it and be affected by it, too. They would lose their job if they said that you had to lose your job. They would lose the ability to go outside if they said you can't go outside. It would change how government would work, right? They wouldn't be making decisions that affect themselves in a bad light. They would be like, whoa, okay, I could see how this is really bad. Um, and I, and I got to say, Greg Abbott did a pretty good job. And uh, Governor of Florida, Ron DeSanchez, he, he did a good job too of knowing, hey, the American people, these are American people that I'm working for and 
would they really want that to happen to them? Do I really want the people to throw me out of office, the people that I serve? See, they had it right. They saw it in the right light. Now, given Greg Abbott still keeps his mask mandate, quote-unquote mandate, uh, but I'm starting to see more and more people not follow it because they, they understand, whoa, 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 99.7% survival rate? Yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, let's let's protect grandma. Let's protect grandpa. But uh, let's get back to living our lives. In Texas, we're doing pretty good about realizing, hey, the governor serves us. Uh, Donald Trump, our president, serves us. The legislative, executive, and the judicial branch serves us. Um, ACB, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, coming in, hearing what she had to say while she was being basically slammed by very, very stupid um, politicians. They were just, I know that they ask these questions to everyone, but they were almost like questions. Oh, how, how, uh, how are you going to make the people serve us? That's basically what I heard was, how are you going to make the people serve us? How are you going to make the people do what we want? Right, are you're gonna be one of us, right? You're, and she basically was saying, "No, uh, I serve the people, and the Constitution is a document that we look at. The seven articles, we're gonna look at those, and we're gonna match them with whatever bill we bring into the legislative branch, and see, okay, this is constitutional. This isn't constitutional. There isn't a bias." This, the judicial branch, when you look at it, it's not it's apolitical. So they just look at the Constitution and whatever bill comes in, and they say, okay, this is good, this isn't good, this is constitutional, this isn't constitutional. That's how that's supposed to play out. They're just there to serve. The judicial branch is just there to look at the Constitution and serve the people in that sense. Uh, so I'm just curious to see how this will play out in the next few months, just with all the lawsuits and all the evidence coming up to, uh, Congress or not Congress. Sorry. They're bringing it up. They're going to bring it to the Supreme court and just see, Hey, are they going to serve the people? Or are they going to be, uh, partisans and, and, uh, yeah, I just want to see how that plays out. Now, with the whole after COVID, the election, okay, what's gonna, what's it going to look like? Is the executive branch going to serve us or are they going to serve, have us serve them? What, what's going to happen? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, we're going to have to see in the next few weeks how this plays out. Hopefully, the evidence is enough to say, okay, the guy is serving the people by giving us a fair election and gave us all the evidence of fraud. Cool. Uh, I guess he'll be back in office coming on uh, January 20th. He'll he'll be inaugurated. And that'll be cool. It'll be good to see. Uh, I just That's all I care about. I mean, here's the thing. As long as that politician or that branch of government starts serving the people more, cool. But if they start having us try to serve them, 
not so good. And that's what those seven articles in the Constitution are about. Just them serving us. Uh, having When people read that, if you ever read into it, which we will, we're going to read into it. We're going to look into each article and go over it in each section of each article because that's important to get into the details of our founding document and this is just an overview of, of what the why why that's a big thing why do we have this why do we keep following this constitution why have we followed it for 244 years where most countries have an average of 17 years for their uh, constitutions they change them every 17 years why? Uh, and who? who? Who's affected by this document? We the people plus the government. Our government that we put into place. Not the other way around. The government doesn't say to the people, hey, we, we, uh, we're going to put you in your place, basically. And we're seeing that right now. And I'm hoping that I can help you guys see. And I think... I think it's good. I think people are starting to see, looking around the country, seeing these news outlets. I'm on Parler. I, I am subscribed to a lot of these people that are coming out with the news and saying, this is what's going on. This is how, this is what's going on in my state. This is how I'm serving you. These are the governors and mayors. Hey, this is how I'm going to serve you. This is how I want to help the American people. And it's great. It's great seeing that. Uh, and, and media. <laughs> That's in the amendments, the First Amendment. But how does the media work? Are they bipartisan? Are they are they apolitical? By the way, the, the media is supposed to be apolitical. They're just supposed to report on what's going on. That's it. They're not supposed to have an agenda. They're not supposed to be biased. That It, it states, yes, Freedom of the press. It's in the First Amendment. What is the press? The press is supposed to be only reporting. They're only supposed to be reporting what's going on. And they're not supposed to give an opinion. See, I hear this too much. I think this. I think that. I think this person should be doing this instead of this. No, 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 no. We don't want your commentary. Media... You can go to a, someone who runs a publisher, a publishing, or a, a publisher. Say, you have to pick between two things. Are you a publisher or are you a platform? And that's where we've gotten things a little confused. These people that come out and say, oh, yeah, well, you, you can have free speech. And then they start censoring. That's a problem. That's a big problem because you're saying you're a publisher now. And the press was never supposed to be exactly a publisher. It was supposed to be a platform for people to come together and, and put in, hey, I found this. Hey, this is what's going on in my state or my city or my uh, district, right? This is what's going on here. This is what's going on there. Here's some information. Now you can choose how you want to perceive it. 
we're not seeing that so much, but what we are seeing are these platforms that are letting people like Parler, like Rumble, like MeWe, they're letting people just put their information out. Unfortunately, we're seeing that a lot more in the political realm. And in the private sector, we should be seeing that a little bit more too. Because if you look at it, I, the private sector, they can be a publisher. They can like, okay, we agree with this information or we don't. The public sector, if you say you're a public sector platform, you should not be censoring at all. That is unconstitutional. That's against. That's an infringement on the First Amendment. And there's quite a few sections in the articles that talk about that. And we'll go over it. It's going to be a few days. But we will go over what does the Constitution say about censorship. And that is another thing that the Founding Fathers ran away from. They saw they were being taxed without representation. They, didn't, they weren't in Parliament. So they basically were being censored, but being forced to do something or hear like, hey, you're, you're going to be involved in our system, but we're not going to tell you what we're doing over here. That's what was going on in England. They were being, they were doing England Parliament. They were making these bills. They were adding to the taxes. They were constantly doing things behind the Americans' back, the New World's back. And they would look at it, uh, the New World and they'd be like, you're not serving us. Like, we don't know what's going on over there, but we're serving you with our taxes. And that's just an example of taxation without representation which is a form of censorship and a form of abuse of our first amendment and a couple of articles and sections in those articles so i will be working on that tomorrow i'll get you information about article one that's what we'll go over tomorrow and i thank you guys for listening to the podcast you can email me at uh, talkingtoamerica1776 at gmail.com or you can leave a comment in the YouTube page. And so thank you for listening.